Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Hey everyone, I'm Laura Adams and I want to welcome you to the Money Girl Podcast. I really appreciate you joining me for this weekly episode. If you're new here, I'm an award-winning personal finance author who's been hosting the show since 2008. And I'm also the author of several books. My most recent title is Money Smart Solopreneur, a personal finance system for freelancers, entrepreneurs, and side hustlers. And I work with select brands as an on-camera PR spokesperson, consumer advocate, and multimedia content creator. Here on Money Girl, the mission is very simple. It's to help you get the knowledge and motivation to prioritize your finances, build wealth, and have more security and less stress about your financial life. So if you like what you hear, I would love for you to take a moment to subscribe if you haven't already. And even better, leave a five-star rating or review That's a great way to give back to the show and let me know that you're getting value from the free content that I love giving you here. As always, you can leave a comment or a money question by calling 302-364-0308. And you can also send me an email using my contact page at lauradadams.com. Okay, let's get into today's show. I know you've probably heard the idea that homeownership is a big part of the American dream. And while getting a mortgage to buy a home can be a great financial move, there's no guarantee that it will make you richer than renting a home. Renting can also be a smart way to build wealth if you follow some guidelines. And in fact, after owning several homes in since our 20s, my husband and I have chosen to rent for almost a decade. A big part of that decision was relocating several times from Florida to big cities, including the San Francisco Bay Area and then Austin, Texas, where it's definitely cheaper to rent in those big cities. And even though we're now back in Florida and we live on the beach in a relatively small town in Florida, we're still renting. And I'll talk more about why we've made that decision in this show. So no matter if you're already a homeowner or whether you're kind of trying to make this important decision right now, whether to buy or rent a home in this very challenging real estate market, I hope you'll stay with me. This show will explain the pros of each decision. 
understanding the benefits of each side of the rent versus buy debate is essential for knowing what's best for you and how it can help you build wealth. I'm a big believer in getting all the information. You know, once you have the information, you can make a wise decision. That's why I feel like financial literacy is just so critical. I'm not going to tell you what decision is best for you. I believe that if I give you all of the information and you understand the pros and the cons, you're smart enough to make that decision for yourself. So that's what this show is all about, is really just getting the information you need to make critical decisions and you know maybe bringing some things to your attention that you didn't know before. So let's start by covering five ways financing a home helps your finances. The first is it can make you richer by building equity. So this is definitely the first major attraction of buying a home that renters typically hear. It's that homeowners get to build equity, and which is true. Equity is the difference between a property's market value and what you owe on that property. For instance, let's say your home gets appraised for $350,000 and your mortgage balance is $250,000. You have $100,000 in equity. Now, you could sell the property, pay the mortgage, and then walk away from the deal with about $100,000 in your bank account. So that equity, you know, it's real potential worth in your home. It is just on paper, you know, until you tap the equity, but it's really there because the market value is that much higher than your debt. And one way to build equity is simply paying down your mortgage or paying off your mortgage. When you've got a fixed rate mortgage, each monthly payment is made up of principal and interest, and they're in amounts that change over time. Each monthly payment helps you grow a little richer because you reduce the outstanding loan balance by a slightly larger amount. And this process is known as amortization. It's the sort of slow killing off of that debt balance over time. So in other words, you own more of your home and owe less with every amortizing mortgage payment. However, be aware there are home loans that don't amortize, such as an interest-only mortgage. So if you're just paying interest on a home loan, you are not building equity. You are just paying interest. So you want to be aware that you're only going to build equity when you pay the principal amount down that you borrowed to buy a home. And the obvious benefit of having home equity is that you can tap it. You could refinance your mortgage. You could get a home equity line of credit or a home equity loan. Or as I mentioned, you could cash out that equity by selling your home or even using that equity to buy another property. Okay, the second way buying a home helps your finances is through appreciation. For instance, if you buy a home for $300,000 and the market value increases to $375,000 over time, you have $75,000 in additional equity. And that's the case no matter what type of mortgage you have. So even if you were paying an interest-only mortgage, if the market value of your home has gone up, you've got more equity. Historically, real estate has been an excellent long-term investment, but there's no guarantee that a home's value will go up or that it will appreciate as quickly as you would like. For instance, if you bought a home in 2007 and you had to sell it in the 2010 recession, you probably took an upsetting loss. 
However, according to the Case-Shiller U.S. National Home Price Index, home prices in September 2022 were up 18.6% over the prior year, which is the most robust year-long growth in the index's history. So if you bought a home around the beginning of the pandemic or into 2021, you've seen some really nice price appreciation. When your home value goes up while you pay down your mortgage balance, it's a powerful way to build wealth. So owning real estate allows you to grow richer from price appreciation, amortizing your mortgage, or both. In contrast, paying rent is a pure out-of-pocket expense. All right, a third way homeownership improves your finances is by cutting taxes. To encourage homeownership, the government created tax breaks to reduce your tax liability. So here are some common expenses that are tax deductible for homeowners when you itemize deductions on your tax return. The biggest one is mortgage interest. This is deductible for up to $750,000 of debt on a primary or even a secondary residence. That's for taxpayers who are married and filed jointly. And if you're single, it's half that amount, so $375,000 if you file taxes as a single. Another deductible expense is your home equity loan or line of credit interest. It's also deductible and included in that limit I just mentioned, so $750,000 when you file jointly or half that amount when you're a single. However, you do have to use the funds to buy, build, or improve your property for that interest to be deductible. Now, you can use home equity funds for personal reasons other than on your home, like, you know, paying off credit card debt or for education expenses, but the interest that you pay for it will not be tax deductible. You can also deduct points. So these are certain upfront charges and prepaid interest that you pay to get a mortgage. And property taxes, these are deductible for up to $10,000 for joint filers or $5,000 for singles. And that limit includes the total of your state, local, and real estate taxes. Plus, some states, such as Florida and California, give homeowners a homestead exemption, and that reduces your property taxes and typically offers some legal protections. And you also can deduct private mortgage insurance, or PMI. It's wholly or partially deductible unless your adjusted gross income exceeds a threshold. And right now that threshold is $109,000 as a joint filer or $54,000 as a single taxpayer. And PMI is typically required when you make less than a 20% down payment on a home. And the cost for it uh, ranges. It could be from about half a percent, maybe up to less than 2%, maybe 1.8% of the original loan amount per year until you get to a level where you have 20% equity in the home. So in addition to these home-related tax deductions, tax credits vary from year to year, and they apply to certain expenses such as energy-saving equipment and home improvements. For example, you can save 30% on new systems that use solar, wind, 
geothermal, biomass, or fuel cell power in your home. And you also get hundreds or even thousands of dollars off your taxes for installing energy-efficient heating and cooling systems, um, energy-efficient doors, windows, water heaters, insulation, and even electric vehicle recharging equipment. However, eco-friendly tax credits change frequently. So definitely research what's available in future years if you're thinking about making any of these eco-friendly expenses. In addition to those annual tax benefits, there's an even bigger deduction when you sell a home. This is the capital gains tax exclusion. It allows you to avoid paying tax on up to $250,000 of profit or up to $500,000 of profit if you're married and file taxes jointly. But you must have lived in the home for at least two of the previous five years before the sale to qualify for this exclusion. So all these tax incentives that I mentioned are fantastic. However, there are many costs of home ownership, such as homeowner's insurance, flood insurance, homeowner's association dues, maintenance, repairs, etc., that are not deductible. Also, for 2022, the standard tax deduction is higher than it used to be in the past. It's $12,950 for singles and twice that much for married couples, $25,900. And it will rise again in 2023. It will be $13,850 for singles and $27,700 for married couples filing jointly. What that means is fewer Americans benefit from itemizing deductions now than they used to. So many just opt for that flat standard deduction. And according to the Tax Foundation, only 13.7% of taxpayers itemized in 2019. So in other words, having home-related tax deductions, it's great, but it's no benefit to you when you are better off claiming the standard deduction. So keep that in mind. When people talk about the tax advantages of owning a home, it's real, but you do have to qualify to claim those deductions in the first place by itemizing. And if your standard deduction is higher, you're just going to take that standard deduction anyway. While renters don't get any housing-related tax breaks, they don't have any home-related expenses either, except rent and maybe springing for renter's insurance, which I definitely recommend you do because it only costs about $188 a year on average across the country. So it's very affordable. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still 
still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and Powerful Relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. All right, moving on to the fourth way buying a home can make you richer. It's by paying less per month in some areas. So while the cost of buying a home skyrocketed due to a housing shortage during the pandemic, supply chain hangups for building materials, and interest rate hikes to fight inflation, it can still be cheaper than renting in many areas of the country. For example, buying a $300,000 home with a 250,000 30-year fixed rate mortgage that's even charging 7% APR would make your monthly payment just over $1,650. Even with additional costs like having to pay homeowners insurance and property taxes, it can be less than renting a comparable home. Now, of course, that's not going to be true in large cities, as I mentioned, such as New York or San Francisco, where home prices are notoriously high. All right, and the fifth way homeownership helps your finances is by hedging against inflation. Being an inflation hedge is an often overlooked benefit of owning a home when you've got a fixed rate mortgage. That's because your payment gets locked in for the term of your loan. Could be 15 years, maybe more typically 30 years. And that payment never changes no matter what happens to interest rates or happens in the economy. Rents may increase during periods of inflation like we've recently seen happen, but a fixed rate mortgage cannot go up. So owning a home becomes more affordable when prices rise. All right, let's switch gears now and talk about five ways renting can improve your finances more than owning a home. The first way renters may come out ahead is by having flexibility. Places to rent come in all shapes and sizes, from single-family country houses to high-rise studio apartments in the city. Landlords and management companies offer rentals pretty much no matter where you want to live. So having the flexibility to relocate for work or family needs is an often overlooked benefit of renting. Yes, landlords typically require a 12-month lease, but you may also have the option to get a shorter term or pay month to month. And if you have to break a lease, 
the cost is typically limited to several months of rent. However, always check your agreement first to make sure you know what you're going to have to pay if you do need to break a lease. Being able to pick up and go for a promotion with your company, a higher paying job, or just start a company on your own could go a long way toward making you richer in the long run. However, if you want to pull stakes as a homeowner, you're usually stuck until you sell the property or you find a reliable tenant to help you pay the mortgage. During a seller's market, homes sell fast, but when the market slows down, it can take months or even years to sell property for a fair price. The second way renting can improve your finances is by paying less upfront. So this is a massive pro for renting. It's not having many upfront expenses. You typically have to pay a security deposit for potential damages, which could equal maybe a month or two of rent. That's a whole lot less than having to fork over a down payment for a home, which could range from 3 to 10% of the purchase price at a minimum, depending on your financial situation, your credit, loan type, and the loan amount that you want. You also must make an earnest money deposit with your purchase offer, and you have to pay various closing costs. Those include things like lender fees, attorney fees, appraisal, survey inspections, title insurance, homeowner's insurance, and anything else customary in your area. Plus, the cost to furnish a rental can be less expensive than a home if the square footage is smaller. But the trick is what you do with the savings. Keeping more of your cash may allow you to invest aggressively and start growing a nest egg much earlier than you could as a homeowner. The compounding effects of early investing could give you millions more in retirement, depending on how much you sock away and your average investment return. The third way renting may be better for your finances is having insulation from market downturns. Renters stay protected from potential market downturns, such as recessions and real estate bubbles that pop. In fact, renters may come out ahead if rents go down when the economy struggles. The fourth pro for renting is paying less per month in some areas. As I previously mentioned, where you live is a significant factor in whether renting or owning a home is cheaper. When my husband and I relocated back to Florida a few years ago, we wanted to live on the beach. While we could have purchased a pricey condo, we found the perfect unit to rent for less than half the cost of owning one. And we skipped the high association fees that cover ongoing maintenance, high property insurance, and taxes. That's not to say we won't ever buy a home if there's a great deal. But no matter what, renters get to skip many expenses that a homeowner can't because the landlord is generally responsible for repairs and upkeep. Renters don't have to worry if the air conditioner stops working or water is dripping from the ceiling. And since we've lived in our condo, both of those have happened. And several appliances have also had to be replaced, none of which was my responsibility. So in addition to saving money, renters save time by not having to manage home repairs and home projects. In contrast, homeowners have to find the right professional, request bids, ensure the company or the person is insured, decide whether to make a homeowner's insurance claim, take time off of work to deal with repairs and maintenance, etc. 
And the fifth way renting can improve your finances is by getting amenities. Living in an apartment that has things like an exercise room, pool, clubhouse, walking trails, rooftop lounge, clothes cleaning delivery, 24-7 concierge, a theater, or other desirable built-in amenities could be much less expensive than owning a comparable home or paying for those amenities separately. So if you regularly use your rental's amenities, consider what they'd cost if you didn't rent. Even renting a home with lots of square footage, a garage, a pool, and a large yard could cost less than buying it. So the extras you get as a renter can significantly contribute to a lifestyle that you enjoy that wouldn't be available to you as a homeowner. So when it comes down to the question, should you buy or rent a home? Like many issues in personal finance, the answer is it depends. I know that's not a very satisfying answer, but your financial situation, goals, and lifestyle are unique. There's no right or wrong answer. Plus, there's not a way to fairly compare the cost of renting to the cost of owning a home. And there are non-financial considerations, such as your desired lifestyle and maybe proximity to family and friends, that could tip the scales for you in either direction. On the one hand, The pride of owning a home is something that many people want to experience. I totally understand that. You may yearn to have your own patch of land and space to spread out. The sky's the limit if you want to decorate, remodel, or plant a garden. But just because you qualify for a mortgage doesn't mean homeownership is the right money move for you. Getting a mortgage is a very big commitment that must fit your long-term financial goals, such as investing for retirement and paying down debt. First, do some careful budgeting. Be very realistic about what you can genuinely afford and also work with an experienced real estate agent to guide your home search if you decide that you wanna move forward with getting a home. A good rule of thumb is to never buy a home unless you are confident that you're going to live there for at least, I'd say, three to five years. You never know how long it could take to sell a property, you know, if the market changes. So if buying a home has more advantages for you and you're willing to put down some roots, then owning an affordable home is a fantastic goal. On the other hand, renting means avoiding many hassles and expenses. It may be the way to go if saving money allows you to achieve your financial objectives. But as I mentioned, investing the savings you would have spent on a home is critical. You won't be better off if you just live paycheck to paycheck as a renter and never save for emergencies or retirement. I'd love to know your thoughts about the rent versus buy debate. Send me an email or send me a note on Twitter. I'm at Laura Adams, and I'm also on Instagram at Laura D. Adams. And as I mentioned, lauradadams.com is my personal site where you can use my contact page and learn more about my work, books, and money courses. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Money Girl is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchins. 
Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin, and our intern is Cameron Lacey. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.